This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, man? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Well, all the presents are opened and the food has been consumed and we are back for a post-Christmas Bostonian versus the book. My name is Matt Peralt alongside Dave Sherapin. Back with you guys for another full hour plus talking everything in the sports betting world. Dave, how was the Christmas holiday? I'm still on it. This is we're still recovering over here. Like this Christmas break with the kids in the house, everybody stays up late. Now they got stuff to do. I mean, I don't even know what time everybody went to bed. I don't know what time they're getting up. It was fun. It was fun. How about yours? It was good. It was a little bit on the different side because of my daughter was banging around with some cold issues, but she's now hundred percent better with that. So we're good. And you know, it's getting up early in the morning and playing with a bunch of ridiculous toys. And (laughs) you guys got a couple adult toys I saw on Twitter. I mean, my goodness, the Sherpan household going high tech. Oh yeah. This Oculus thing has changed that Jay's another game changer. Um, And the seven year old runs, runs the house. So, uh, Kendall, little can sing, I call her. She's showing everybody, but it's good because it's physical. Like I keep telling them I'm getting a boxing game. I got it. Yeah, there is one. I can't wait because we're going to put it on. We're going to box. Um, Pap Pap rode the roller coaster and had to be held at one oh. point because he had that thing happen where he was like, Oh, he's almost going down. So it's so realistic. It's actually, um, Slightly alarming, but it's fun. And again, you know, we we got stuff for the backyard. We got a backyard now, so we were playing cornhole all day. Oh, oh yeah, it's 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 a complete circus over here now. Next time you come <laughs> over, little one ain't gonna want to leave because um, we my, <laughs> my my dad called our house growing up Camp Sherapan. Okay, it was like going to summer camp every time somebody came over. With between the basketball hoop, the hockey nets, everything else that we were doing. Turning my house into that slowly, but sure. Very nice. Yeah. For me, it was a rude awakening on the scale this morning. So just was like, all right, let's see how bad it got. Let's see how bad from the 23rd to the 27th. How bad did I do? I I did about what I thought I was going to do putting on five pounds, but it's still, when you see the scale, you're like, okay. Yeah, it's now time to get to work. Yeah, but you got so, a fight coming up, possibly. That's what I mean. So it's this February 26th. So now it's time to to start to get going here, and it, it won't be hard. The, the workouts. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm working out forever. the The food is my vice. I like food a lot, and so it's I have to limit sugar intake. And I'm a late night snacker, which is something that I've <laughs> got to cut out. Uh, it's, it's hard. It, it'll be a wean. I can't go cold turkey on it. Right. I got to kind of go. You know, I can get, I can have this. What's the go to late night snack? Like, do you have a go to? Like, no, nope. it's just I raid the pantry. Yeah, I raid the oh, pantry. Okay. Whatever's going on, I'll have like you know a second dinner at times if there's stuff going on. Right. I mean, we've got the remnants of the smoked uh, tenderloin, which was unbelievable. Oh, how that work out? That was good. 
oh my, better than I ever had <laughs> thought. I will yeah. never, I will never cook a tenderloin any other way, but like that. Really? It was butter. I mean, just like wow. falling, like you cut it with a butter knife. It was so yeah. tender and so mm. like, oh, flavor was crazy. The, even Madeline liked it because she's a little on the smoke sometimes. Of she course, gets a little yeah. bit kind of like, eh, but she was, yeah, all in on that. So sometimes I'll raid that and like, I just have to be careful on the late night going to the fridge type of thing because <laughs> I, I I like my time. You know, I don't know if you guys have your time, but like my time my wife would probably say your time is always your time because of Saturdays and Sundays, but like oh. watching games for me is okay. it's work. Okay. I'm watching games. I'm following along. I'm on Twitter. I'm, that's work. So like my time to shut the world off is like 1030 to midnight. Yeah. And I watch whatever stupid shows that I watch yeah. on Netflix or prime or whatever. So like, that's my like, and that's when I eat. that's what that's the eating time of like mindless stupid don't need to eat right now but i'm gonna eat anyway because i want to eat type of thing yeah now it's water you can drink water yeah now it's yeah it's 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 gonna be a lot of uh body armor and gatorade zero and water and yeah yeah so uh we have football dave going on right now it's the capital one bowl mania situation but there's supposed to have been two bowl games today it's only one nevada 8.30 8.30 in the morning, Pacific time. These yeah. kids kicked off at 11.30 Eastern, and they looked exactly how I thought they would look. I bet Western Michigan here. I even laid seven. You could have had six and a half here. It's 31.10 at the break. How, how can anybody bet these games? I mean, I saw people like le- make legit cases for Nevada, and I understood why they were betting Nevada. I just was thinking to myself, the MAC has been bad. Someone's got to win a bowl game from the MAC. And if you're a Nevada kid right now, what, I mean, what's the point of playing in this bowl game in a dome in Michigan? Yeah, none. Um, <laughs> and as far as betting and at least living in Vegas, this would be some books don't even open till nine, um, <sighs> you know, this week. So you have to do it on an app. There's, you know, there's the risk guys. We would have to get there a little early to make sure it was up and open, at least for app betting. Maybe, you know, a lot of books open at eight. So you can get there enough time to take bets on it. But, yeah, I mean, if you're betting this stuff in advance, meaning more than two hours before kick, you got to live with the results. Like, I mean, because it's just there's so much unknown right now. And two bowl games canceled. I hope there's not that many more um, because – one, it just it messes up the routine. It takes away from the kids and the games and stuff. But as we get closer to the games where it matters, the last thing that anybody wants in a book um, as a fan, as somebody who bets, is any of this to be decided because of COVID protocols. We definitely do not want that. Yeah. So we'll get to that a little bit later on. But I mean, what Dave's referencing is that we found out over the the break for us is that if Alabama, Cincinnati, Georgia and Michigan all have COVID problems, the way they will determine the national champion is which of the four teams has the fewest number of COVID cases, which I have no idea how you figure out like the when, right? Because guys come on and off as we learned this weekend in the NFL, guys are coming on and off the COVID list like crazy. So like, what's the date 
that is like, here is the time where we're going to read the roll call of who is available and who is not, because that might be the stupidest idea I've ever heard of yeah. saying that's how we determine a national champ. Can't do it. I don't, I don't even want to think about it. I don't even want to, I, I like, <laughs> I just know that if you're trying to like, actually, you're going to pay that out. Like books are going to have, if that would happen, the books would just have to be like, pay everybody. Just, 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 just pay everybody and just give them the money because what are you going to do? Like, that's going to, that's going to hold up the argument. You're just going to create ill will. Nobody wants that. I'd pay everybody. Western Michigan just took the first snap of the second half and gone 75 yards to the one yard line. <laughs> it's 31, 10 oh, and Nevada has no, I mean, they just don't want to be there. It's just, I don't blame them. They had five wide receivers opt out of an air raid offense and Carson strong. Their top 10 quarterback is not playing in this game. Now, did they opt out today or did nope. they? Okay. They so opt they out. Opt Jay Norvell before. left. I mean, their head right. coach left. I mean, there's yeah. like, there, there was, this was like, I don't, I'm only betting half unit on these games, on these bowl games, but like, this is one where I felt very comfortable laying seven. I yeah. was like, there's yep. no point. Nevada has no desire to be in this game and the 830 start time and the opt outs. They've got a new head coach coming in. Like half these kids are transferring after this game's over. So like, right. It's a, it's a really bad spot for Nevada. <laughs> it is. It, it, it's a really bad spot. So would you rather, I mean, play this game and bet it and win and watch it. Like this is like, so, so like there was a couple NBA games yesterday where I saw, I mean like Cleveland played Toronto and they won by 50. I think it was 144 to 99 or something. And Toronto just didn't have enough players. Like they had the bare minimum to suit up and play a professional basketball game in the NBA. And I mean, I, does anybody want that? Even when you have the right side and you win, it's like, all right, that's a good winning bet. Like, that's great. But I wouldn't watch it for one second. Having this game on TV is already decided. But, like, is anybody watching this game? Even if you bet it. Yeah, I mean, it's about to be 38-10. So, Oof. like, you know, <laughs> it's it's a hard it's a, it's a hard game to watch anyway. It is football. We love football. So people want to watch football, but like okay. the quick lane, the quick lane bull in Detroit wasn't going to be a high watcher anyway, but now that it's a blowout, even less of an interest in watching this games in the Boston college game against East Carolina got canceled. So the military bowl today got canceled due to COVID protocols. So right. that bowl game is out and there's so many bowl games that are, in jeopardy of being canceled for a variety of reasons. I mean, teams are like, like the sun bowls in jeopardy in a, another bowl game. I can't remember, but the two teams who are left are talking about playing each other. So like there's four teams, two of them out are out. So the two teams that are left are talking about playing each other in the oh, sun bowl to get it in. They haven't prepped for each other. They haven't watched film. They're just going to go and play a game because they want to play a bowl game. I mean, how about the kids that flew out to Hawaii? I forget which team it was that flew out to Hawaii to play in the Hawaii bowl. And then Hawaii canceled the game because of COVID. Yeah. Like they went they're away from their family on Christmas. Yeah. Memphis? No. yeah Memphis. Yes. Right. Memphis. Yeah. Yeah. So Memphis goes, you know, it's a, a 10 hour, nine hour flight. You go to Hawaii for Christmas, which, okay. It's a nice reward, but yikes. <laughs> like you just go all the way. And then, Oh yeah, by the way, there's no game. Like, sorry, yeah. there's no game. Like, Oh, that's yeah. It's, it's, I don't want to see that anymore. I'd, I'd rather just, 
Um, it's getting worse, not better. Is it? Yes, I mean, right now. Yeah, we're getting it. We're, we're, we're heading into a very bad, bad stretch right now. Yeah. Like January, January is going to be really bad. NBA yeah. is going to be tough and NHL is going to be tough. Uh, NFL playoffs are going to be tough. Like this is like I'm good with the NHL doing what they're doing. Mm. Just just don't play like just mm. I'd rather than compromise the product and question the integrity. Like, because I mean, I'm always we're always looking at it through the lines and through, you know, taking bets on it. I, it. I'd rather you just didn't do it. And then I don't have to adjust, think about it, take bets, you know, compromise positions and then play a game. That's not really a game. It's, it's basically, you know, a 50 point NBA game. There's no fit. That's terrible. Who wants well, to see that? Okay. What about last night? <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Who wants to terrible. see that? Who wants to see last night? Dallas annihilates Washington. Yeah. COVID, non-COVID didn't really matter. But, I mean, 42 points in the first half. The total was 47 and a half for the game. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Dallas goes off here. Can you make a case for Dallas being the best team in the NFL? I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it at all. I mean, like, okay, they're good. I mean, but you're supposed to beat up. Teams that are, you know, beat up, um, injured, COVID, short week. Everything that happened could happen to Washington in the last couple of weeks. I mean, they had a game. They got beat up. They lose. Then they have to play the short week. It get extended and play Philly. Um, really beat up. COVID goes through the locker room. We got guys playing quarterback. Who knows? And then, all right, now we go to Dallas. Dallas is sitting there waiting for him. I mean, that, that was like, you know, walking people into the arena against the Lions. I mean, they knew they were done. Then things go bad. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, guys are fighting on the sideline, all that stuff. It, 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 it is what it is. I just know it made my night easy last night. I stopped watching it after 10 minutes. I was like, ah, I wasn't going to watch it anyway, but then it's Sunday night football. You get hyped up. You're like, all right, I'll see how this thing starts. Done. Done. Just not, uh, I'm on to something else. So are they the best team in the NFL? No, they're not even the best team in the NFC. I don't think so. You like Philly? No. You, you, the, the, the graphic. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. NFC. I'm thinking NFC. NFC yeah. I think the NFC. Like, oh, NFC. no, like, no, no, no. I was like, wait, what? In the no. NFC. No, 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 no. Yeah, n- n- not even, I would agree with that. Packers, still, are, Packers are better. Chiefs are better. Yeah. Well, the Chiefs are in the AFC. I know, but I mean, in terms of like teams, the question is, are the boys the best team in the NFL? And so, uh, yeah, I mean, they're healthy, right? Like they had some issues, you know, with guys maybe sitting out and stuff like they're getting stronger health wise. And again, that's number one. You got to be playing good. Your best football, obviously, in January. But two, you got to be healthy and they're healthy. I mean, they're they're they've got a lot of guys that are that are okay right now that weren't a few weeks ago. Um, so I mean, they're in the discussion, but I, I'm not buying it. I'm just. I think Trayvon Diggs might be the most ridiculous NFL player I've ever seen. Trayvon Diggs has 11 interceptions. Yeah, and he gets burned at least two times every game. 
Oh, I no mean, question. The reason why he has 11 picks is because teams are going, this dude can't cover. So we're right. going to throw at him. Yeah. But he's got such incredible ball skills that it's like literally feast or famine. Like yeah. he's got Dion type of interception ability, but he doesn't have Dion's cover ability. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild to watch what, well, what teams are doing with him. I think in years past, like games plan game plans changed when guys had 11 picks or could have 11 picks. They just didn't throw to his side. Right. You cut the field in half. Just, right. Yeah. yeah. Just like Rebus I'm not over there. Yeah. But now, I mean, you pass the ball so many more times a game. You can't really do that. Nobody really runs the ball except for teams like Philly that, you know, are like, we're not changing who we are. No matter how it's going, we're going to do what we do, which is run the ball and keep the ball away from you, sustain drives. So, yeah, I mean, you know that's going to that's gonna be exploited at the worst time for the Cowboys. That's going to come back and get them at some point. There's no, there's no debate in that. All right. So let's get to, you met, you, you, you made mention of it here. So these are two Washington football teammates, Jonathan Allen and Jerron Payne who played together at Alabama. Yeah. Last night they caught on the sidelines. You got Payne standing up, puts his finger into Allen's face he does the swipe, the little little boxing swipe, comes back with a straight right, which connects square on the ch- on the <laughs> cheekbone. I wouldn't want to get punched by that, but big deal, not a big deal that this got caught on camera and this happened. Oh, not a big deal that it happened. Um, a big deal that maybe it got caught on camera. 24-hour life cycle. Um, listen. I grew up with two brothers and around sports all the time. If this doesn't happen, there's a problem. Like there's, you got to care. Like somebody got to get mad. Yeah. You get in somebody's face. Somebody's going to get hit. Like there's, you know, there's an old expression from one of the movies. going to be some furniture moving up in here. It's that's what happens. Discussions used to get like this in the risk group. I mean, you had to Whoa. separate people. Oh, yeah. You said the risk room. Oh, we used to really. Get it. Oh, yeah. I mean, like pushing somebody up against the wall, like physical contact. Well, no, heated? You, you got you got to the point where you stopped it right before that. But like things are said and things are done and things are said. And it's like, all right, let it go. Nope. And it just keeps festering. And then literally there were times, you know, you had to go outside and either not physically fight, but you had to scream it out. Ideally not get in anybody's face or had to be a mediator. You know, and let him say what he's going to say. All right, you say what you're going to say. And then somebody would go, all right, we're using four and a half anyway. So that was no discussion. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So I'm all right with it. I'm all right with it. I mean, I, I, I'm all right with guys caring. I'm all right with guys fighting. But, I mean, this was a regular occurrence, like in our locker rooms and stuff in high yeah. school. And so, like, this is this is what happens. It happens. I don't think going to blows happens, but having to physically separate people, I've seen I mean, in sports in general, if you care and you're not, and things are going really wrong, you're showing that you actually have some, some responsibility is not the right word, but like you're taking some ownership of it. You understand that this is on you yeah. as a as a player, as a person, as a man, you're getting embarrassed on national TV and you may have a guy that you've known for a long time. There may be 
some people were speculating that there might be some off the field stuff between the two guys. Mm. Um, maybe a uh, a female between the two oh. guys that there may be some baby drama oh, type boy. stuff between the two. Oh boy! So that kind of spilled. That was going on the Twitter fear, saying like, "Hey, you know, just FYI, this is more than just." These guys have known each other for a long time, but they've been in each other's lives for a long time. And maybe it just finally got to a, to a boiling point. And it oh finally, boy. yeah, on national TV. Yeah. And then, I mean, look, I got to say this. It, somebody walked up to me and puts their finger on my forehead yeah. like that. Oh, it's instant reaction. Like you got to go. It's, yeah. It's kind of go time, right? Yeah. It's kind of like, it's kind of like if you don't, you, it's either you got to be held back or you do what Alan did, which is basically get that finger off me. And oh, by the way, there's a, a, a team yeah. coming, there's a straight right coming behind it. <laughs> and, you know, I, I don't know if he was how hard he could have hit him. It felt like it wasn't as hard as he could, but he wanted to come make contact and he definitely made contact. I couldn't imagine if he like broke his audible bone or something like he gave him a like closed oh, his eye or man. something like that. That would have been really bad. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I don't think it's that big of a deal, but I do think it's bad that it got caught on camera for Washington. That's Ron Rivera is going to have to address it. The team's going to have to address it. The right. guys are going to have to have to kiss and make up. I mean, they're in the same room together. Like this is not like a corner and a, and a running back getting into an argument. This is two defensive linemen who play next to each other on the defensive line. <laughs> yeah. Getting into a fight on national TV with each other. Like not yep. great. Not great. Optics are great, but like, you know, they'll work it out. There's, there's no, I, I think it ends today. Like there's, no, oh, yeah. I mean, you, at you least hope. on the field stuff, like you gotta, yeah. you gotta get along, you go along to get along. So we got two more weeks in the season. If you two knuckleheads can't get it worked out, one of you is either going home, both of you is going home and that's it. You don't get no game checks, you know, figure yeah. it out. Right. And if it's off the field stuff, oh boy. Deal with it later. Deal with it. Yeah, like just check it at the door at the facility. Well, you don't need. Yeah, you know when you coach, you have to you have to do that because you can't control all that stuff. Cameras everywhere, isn't it? Like, I mean, you watch. I mean, yeah, they they said that they said that on the game last night. I think it was. Uh, it was, I think it was, I forget who said it, it might have been Collinsworth. Somebody said that like cameras are everywhere now, and this stuff happens all the time. We just see it now. And like, you can't hide from it now. Like these types of fights and situations are very common in a physical game, physical sport, like football. It's just that you can't get away with it. (laughs) Like you can't, you can't have that altercation be on the sidelines and not have a camera being pointed at you. And it was Al Michaels, I think who said it, but like, it's, it's very different now uh, than it, than it was speaking of being different now. So I told you bills were going to win. I just didn't believe it. I didn't believe it myself. So I didn't have the, Guts to bet it myself. I should have right. I just stupidly. That was dumb on my part. But you said the weather was going to be the factor. It was a said, beautiful day there. It was I, no I got it wrong by three degrees. I said 45 and sunny. Take the bills. It was 42 and sunny. Uh, yeah. So I saw the weather in the beginning. I was like, oh, boy, this is that meant over. Like the yeah. first thing I thought was, oh, that's over. There's nothing. And then, man, that was pretty impressive. It should have gone over. I mean, it should have gone over. I mean, I think if I was a Bills fan, my concern would be that the game wasn't a blowout, given how many scoring opportunities you had. But what's really funny to me is that Josh Allen in the locker room screaming, I don't know who the blank they thought I was 
Now, English syntax aside, <laughs> let's just talk about Josh Allen actually running his mouth in this way because he couldn't beat this defense. He couldn't beat the Patriots at home. He goes down there and beats the Patriots on the road when the weather is nice. Patriots defense looked a little bit slow for whatever reason, but I think it's because that Bills offense, when the weather is nice, they're a West Coast offense. They're a warm weather offense playing in Buffalo, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But what happens if J.C. Jackson catches that ball when it's a six-point lead and Josh Allen was begging to throw a pick and he throws it right to J.C. Jackson? Patriots would have had the football on the 40-yard line of Buffalo down by six after scoring that touchdown. It's remarkable to me how people just immediately forget that. Now, he had a great run on fourth down that sealed the victory. That was a huge play. Patriots did not tackle very well. It's just funny to me that Allen has this type of cocky attitude when he's won one division. And really, that's kind of it in his entire football career. Like this is I, I like Josh Allen as a talent. I just think his brain and people's expectations for him are too high as to what he has done on the field. He's too high risk. Big risk, big reward, but the mistakes he makes are quite loud when he yeah. makes them. I love it. I mean, only because that's the type of confidence you have to have to, you know, be who you are and who he's going to be. He was the most impressive player on the field to me yesterday. He Agreed. won that game because Agreed. the Patriots could not figure out a way to get the pressure they needed to make him throw the bad throws. There were a lot of throws he missed on that were just like, whoa. But the ability to run, the mm. ability to take hits and keep getting up, um, if they catch that pick, I think the Patriots win that game. <laughs> like That's that's my point. So when you run in, close. you start saying, I don't know who the blank you thought yeah. I was. Yeah. Uh, I know exactly who you are. You're a talented dude who's extremely inaccurate, who makes big mistakes in big moments all the time. And you got lucky that J.C. Jackson dropped the football. Yeah, I mean that's all true, but he ain't going to say that in the locker room. He got to say no. what he's he but he's he was selling in himself. front of the media though. He he wanted that known. It was the media was oh. in the locker room. He came in, he was hollering and screaming. And look, this team lost to Jacksonville. Like you lost to Jacksonville. It's all on him. It touchdown. Right. <laughs> Against Urban Meyer. That was before they fired Urban Meyer. They lost That's to Urban Meyer. No loss. one loses to Urban Meyer, but they yeah. lost to Urban Meyer. They did. So, like, I'm sorry. I, I'm going to have this, like, pump the brakes moment here. You're nine and six, okay? Yeah. And I know everyone was telling you you're the greatest, you're the best, you're going to go back to the AFC Championship game and whatnot, but uh, their whole team is based around one player. And I'm with you. The Josh Allen was the best player on the field, but that's not really a good thing when it comes to playoff football. One guy well, generally doesn't beat you in the playoffs. Not only that, they cannot run the football. Like they cannot run the football when they're trying to, when mm. they have to, when they don't have to. It's him running the ball and getting scramble yards or design runs enough to keep the defense somewhat honest. but. How are they going to pass the ball 40 times a game in January and win multiple playoff games? I don't think it's going to work. I just, I mean, it's, I mean, they're in Buffalo. They're not in a dome. Like they got to do it in their home stadium for at least the first game. It looks like they're going to win a division, huge favorite this week against Atlanta. And then they got the jets. Like if they don't win the next two games, we'll really know who Josh Allen is. But 
I don't take away much uh, from from New England um, as far as losing that game. Like that was a playoff game. That was a battle, and a play here or a play there literally could have decided that game. They don't um, have the Patriots. Don't have what Josh Allen can give to the bills. They don't have the one player that when all the chips were down and it was Brady for years, the one player that you need him to make the wow play, like the fourth down rollout pickup, right? That was Allen avoiding two tackles, breaking another to getting, getting a first down that iced the game. Okay. That was huge. The ability to find digs in that little like flip route where he was kind of running in and he was yeah. getting pressured and he just like yeah. flipped it and he ran down to the five or 10 yard line. Like, those types of plays. Mac Jones will make those plays eventually in his career. He's just not there yet. He's, he's very much in a work in progress. And so when you stop the run for the Patriots, you can expose the fact that they don't have the big play, the Stefan Diggs. They don't have that receiver who's going to make a one-on-one move to get open to win a football game. And they will. The Patriots will address that at some point, either in the draft or they'll do it you know, through free agency. They'll add another weapon to the receiving core because they have the tight ends. Now they have the offensive line. They have the running backs and the quarterback. They just don't have that one guy that could pick up a third and six with the game on the line. And you know, they're going to him and he's going to make the play anyway. And he's going to make that catch. So that I think is the, is the concern for the Patriots, but I, I don't take anything. I don't think any less of the Patriots because of that game. Cause I, I mean, I thought they'd lose that game anyway. And right. I do think that as the games progress now, they have to win against Jacksonville this weekend. Can't not win that game. Correct. And then you you have to have you have to win your last game against Miami, which is going to be a really big game. I mean, the playoffs begin essentially in week 18 Correct. for the Patriots. You got to go down there and you got to beat a tough Miami team who's playing tonight. We'll get to that game here in a second, yep. but uh, it's going to be big. I mean, and we'll find out a lot about the Patriots if they do make the playoffs. What will they look like? Now they can lose that game to Miami and still get in. But it's going to be a tougher road for them. They'll have a, a more difficult path through the playoffs. But they're going to be a wild card team. They have, like, I think, a ninety-five percent chance of making the playoffs right. at nine at nine and six, yeah. and they'll be ten and six, and that pretty much will get them in at ten and six. And then they'll have that game against Miami, and Miami will need it. So, can you keep you know the Dolphins out? Will be a big question. And a lot right. of former Patriot players, you know, both teams have guys. Kyle Van Noy was on the Dolphins, were Patriots, then the Dolphins, and back to the Patriots. So guys like that will have a lot of juice for that game. But I'll be I'll be curious to see how that goes. All right, let's talk about Joe Burrow here for a second. Yeah, dude throws for five twenty five. It's the fourth highest number for yards in NFL history. At the end of the game, this game is over now. But with uh, 10.05 to go in the fourth quarter, T. Higgins gets a 10-yard touchdown pass from Joe Burrow. Eight plays, 78 yards in four minutes and 50 seconds when they're leading 34-21 and the game is essentially over. John Harbaugh did not like it. He sets up into both quarterback and coach. Burrow was asked in the postgame about were you thinking about the late game touchdown the Ravens scored against you guys earlier in the year? And he said, maybe. <laughs> so this rivalry between Harbaugh and Burrow is on, and I am 100% all for it. Where are you on the Bengals as a legitimate Super Bowl contender? Um, Pump the brakes. Maybe a little bit soon for Super Bowl, but I love Joe Burrow. I saw what he did at LSU. And changed that whole culture. He learned about his story, having to transfer there, 
because he couldn't get it done or wasn't given the opportunity. Um, in Ohio, he gets to come home. Joe Cool, man, he's a dude. I, I love it. And this is a way of life in the AFC North. Ain't nobody like nobody. And, <laughs> I mean, if you weren't paying attention, we were down at the Westgate watching the game. The Ravens were dead to rights. Then they scored two touchdowns, and they're right back in the game. If you, if you don't like people scoring, stop them. Like 34 ain't enough in today's NFL. I'm trying to get five touchdowns minimum every game in the NFL. If I'm coaching, we're not stopping until we get 35 or more. Then we might start running the ball and see if we can, you know, take the air out of the football like they used to do. Till then, no problem with it. Score, score as many points as you can. I think there's nothing wrong with it at all. And that's good. Harbaugh should remember it because for a lot of years, they were that team doing it to other people. So I'm good with Cincinnati doing it. I'm probably going to have to go look for a Cincinnati Bengals hat um, because they're making the playoffs. I think they're winning the division now. They got a huge game this week. We'll see how Joe Burrow stacks up home dogs to Kansas City. Okay. Now we'll see, Joe. What are you guys going to do? This is this is a big game to set up the rest of the season for you. Now it's, what? It, yeah, it's interesting because if the playoffs started today, Patriots at Bengals, Taylor versus Belichick. I would love to see it. I because he, Taylor's going to win the coach of the year. No, he's not. No, no, he's not. There's no, no, he's not. Zach Taylor's not winning coach of the year. There's absolutely, there's Bengals, no Bengals beat the chiefs this week. Bengals win the last game. 11 wins. What a turnaround. Patriots are going to have 11 wins. And, and, and remember they won and they have a third year quarterback and they've had, uh, they had, they were steamrolling until the injury to burrow. I mean, they were doing really well, and then he got hurt, and then the year went to crap after Burrow went down. I don't know. I, I have a hard time. I would never in my wildest dreams vote Zach Taylor to win coach of the year. He could go 15-2, and two and I'm not the, I, I'm not voting. He's They're winning That's despite personal. of him. Yeah, you're making They're winning despite of him, not because yeah. of him. They're winning despite of him. They're winning. They are they're winning. winning. They are winning, but they've got – I mean, the receiving core is so fun because I had this argument with somebody yesterday about Mac Jones versus Jamar Chase for offensive rookie of the year. And Jamar Chase in the last two months since, well, no, since October 15th, in the last two and a half months, Jamar Chase has had two big games, both against the Ravens. Every other game, he's been very pedestrian, 40 right. yards, 30 yards. Yep. And I'm, I'm like, what are you talking about? I mean, this is a quarterback league. Mac Jones is going to have 11 wins on the season. Mac Jones is winning the offensive rookie of the year. Like that's just, <laughs> he's winning that, that race is over. People want to say, Oh, he played, you know, Mac Jones played really poorly yesterday. He did. Um, he's a rookie and it was a tough game, big game, but he beat the bills already this year. Now he didn't do, he didn't do much, right? Threw the ball three times, yeah. but he's still the quarterback. He's still a quarterback on a Belichick coach team where 11 wins is 11 wins on a team that won seven and a former MVP was the quarterback of the Patriots last year. So you step in game one, yeah. day one, you're the quarterback. Really hard, not really hard for me to see Demar chase, take it over unless he goes and has like a 300 yard receiving game against the chiefs or something coming yeah, up this yeah. weekend. 
which I don't, is not I don't think you got to worry about that one. But I, yeah. I, I, I don't think – I mean, I think the coach of the year thing is it's it's a different discussion today than it would have been – Definitely. Had the Patriots won. Like, I think there's some other candidates now that are going to get some run and can change the narrative – as well as the odds with the last yeah. week, the well, next LaFleur, few weeks. Are you surprised that Matt LaFleur is not getting any conversation, any talk about that? I, I it's, am. It's it's such a weird thing because it's he's, I mean, t- by the way, down year. Today, today LaFleur is the odds on favorite at FanDuel at plus 150. Frank Reich is plus 350. Zach Taylor plus yeah. 700. Belichick now is down to plus 800 to win coach of the year. Yeah, I I have a plus three fifty ticket on it. I may need to double down on that. I mean, right. I can go on that and t- take take another chunk of that at plus eight hundred to go eight to one. But like Lafleur, I, I mean, I, I'm with you. I don't I don't think you can give it to Matt Lafleur. I mean, he had the MVP last year. I mean, he, I know. Yes, yeah, he, he has the MVP. <laughs> I know there was off season drama, so like you say, he was able to keep the team together. But that's only because Rodgers came back. If Rodgers yeah. didn't want it, it wouldn't have happened. Like, I don't think Matt Correct. LaFleur did a lot to like build this chemistry again. Rodgers just stopped talking. He was like, fine, I'm going to play. So I don't know. I, I mean, I, I find that LaFleur, I, I have a tough time giving it to Matt LaFleur personally. I would give it to Reich or Taylor myself. Okay. Um, you know, so impressed with the Colts and what they did on Saturday, what they continue to do. Um I feel like they may be the best coach team in the oh, NFL. The Colts, I would agree with that. They're, yeah. they're, they're Colts so are phenomenal. smart. Yeah. They don't beat themselves, and they exploit a weakness as good or better than anybody in the NFL. When they find your weak spot, they'll run the same play over and over and over. If they find a way to take someone out of your game plan, they will. Like that feels like a team all on the same page really for the first time in a while, but like that's a viable Super Bowl, you know, threat. Uh, um, I don't know what road they're going to go on. That's why I haven't bet it. So right. the only reason why I haven't bet the, the Colts to win the AFC or the Colts to win the Super Bowl, I got to see their draw. I need to see who they're going to yeah. be up against and what they've got to go ahead, go through before I can say, yeah, they can go on the road and win that game in that moment. I just don't trust Carson Wentz yet. It's, I mean, their roster, everything on that roster is championship caliber, except for the quarterback. And they're healthy again. They're, yeah. they're you know, right now they may have some issues this week leading up whatever, but I know right now they're good. And they have that formula. I mean, the way they run that football, man, we could take that show on the road. That 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 can go anywhere. Can it go three times on the road, though? We need three road wins, most likely. That's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, but it's, you know. We've seen it done before. My Patriots when I was a little boy. 1986, first time ever. I always remember. Squish the fish. Win the game on the road. Beat, beat Mer- the fish. Oh yeah, I that, that shirt was everywhere. Squish the fish. It was the first time I ever like saw sports memorabilia for a single game. It's like what the hell? It's Pat the Patriot hammering down on yes. that on, on 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 that dolphin. It was it was awesome <laughs> for years and years and years. It was always it was like a rallying cry, and yeah. the, that that's why I, I always that's why I'm always partial to Pat the Patriot because I love that logo just like hammering down on right. that dol- on, on the dolphin, and then the Patriots went there and won, and they got their doors kicked in by the 
Bears, but they still won the first team to win three games on the road to get to the Super Bowl. It could uh, be done, but I need to see who they're playing, where they're playing. You know, is it is it a warm weather team? Are they going, you know, are, are they going to play it, you know, in a frozen tundra type environment where running the ball really matters? Or is it going to be more on the the warmer side of things at domes or right. LA or wherever that they, they, they might may be going Vegas, LA, whatever. So I need to see that. I need to see that, that draw before I bet the Colts, but I wouldn't want to play them to that much. If, if my no. team draws Indianapolis, I'm not happy about it. No matter who, no matter which team it is in the AFC. They're the number one team. Nobody wants to play as 100%. of right now. They're the number one. You'll hear it nonstop. Yep. Nobody wants to play this team in the playoffs. That's the Colts. And their offensive line just went through COVID. So they're not going to have that concern going into the playoffs. So like it's bad to have COVID go through your team right now. But the one benefit is they're going to have Nelson and all their offensive linemen, which is the key to that team for the postseason. But I just lost one in on Saturday. They lost the guard towards the year. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah right. Yeah. But, but I mean, like for COVID, though, I mean, you, you can overcome, you can overcome that. You, you know, that who, I mean, it stinks to lose a guy, but like, you know, that's, you're not going to lose the offensive line on a Friday before a Saturday playoff game. You know, you, you're going to have those guys available, at least with, right. as long as they're not injured, you're going to have those guys and have Nelson and company kind of come back. All right. So if you were going to make a bet here this morning, KC Chiefs, fresh off their thrashing of your Steelers, yes. which, by the way, good call on the show, giving out the first half Steelers. Oh. Now 4-11 and 11 against the spread in the first oh. half for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Man, it is a terrible. bad, bad run. Bet against the Steelers. Oh. I bet that, so I appreciate that from yep. you. Packers plus 370, or sorry, plus 450, or Chiefs plus 370. Better bet to win it all this morning. Ooh. I think the NFC road is going to be harder. Like Casey's going to get a layup, not a layup, but like if the bottom seed wins and has to go to Kansas city, that's going to be a much easier win early and have to win the one game with the buy. Um, I think it would be Kansas city plus three seventy, despite the odds not being as high. I would rather Kansas city. How about you? I'm still going to take the Packers for right yeah. now. From from a value play perspective, having the one seed, I mean, look, I, I we can't make this. I can't make a determination because again, we don't know who is in and who is Correct. out. We have a we have a little bit of a better view of it with the NFC, and because the Packers, Cowboys, Rams, Bucks, and Cardinals are all in as of now, so we know five of the teams who are in. It's San Francisco, Philadelphia, New Orleans playing tonight. Vikings, Falcons, amazingly, are in the conversation. Falcons? Did you say Falcons? They're still in the conversation, yeah. That's seven and eight. Yeah, they're still in the conversation, which is nuts, right? But that's because we've got three wild cards. They're still technically alive for this. So, you know, I'll, I'll be very curious to see what happens with the Raiders the Chargers embarrassing loss yesterday. I don't know oh. how you lose to the to the Texans on the road, a game you had to have. Ravens are eight and seven. And so you've got the Steelers who are seven, seven, and one, and the Dolphins who play tonight. The Dolphins control their own destiny. If they win out, the Dolphins will be in, which is amazing to the postseason at 10 and 7. I don't know. It's 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 interesting because the, the who the Packers face may be more difficult, but at home at Lambeau. It's a pretty big home field advantage in my mind. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's it's a pretty big opportunity to go ahead and have that. So I'm a, I'm like, mm, 
It's hard for me. It's hard. I mean, that's 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 a good question, and I think that's a good you know we could have that debate, and listeners can can chime in and and you know say what they think. I mean, I just I see what Kansas City has done since that loss to Buffalo, and it's changed the way I think I look at them, and I think you know a lot of people in the business might look at them defensively, like they continue to do it. Yeah. And you were talking about the Patriots not having a guy to make a play. I think they need it on defense. And there's not a guy on Kansas City that they need to rely on to make a play. It's the whole unit. They're playing good up front, getting pressure. They're mm-hmm. making plays in the defensive backfield. They're getting the offense, the ball, relatively quickly. Like there's not being sustained drives against that defense. I just and I got to watch a lot of the second half of and then I ended up watching the whole replay. So I saw the whole game of Green Bay and Cleveland. Cleveland was moving the ball against the Packers. Baker just kept throwing picks. Like I'm not as as sold on the Green Bay defense as I am the Kansas City defense. That's why I pick Kansas City in a spot. Yeah, Casey's offense is starting to come into form. I think that's the worry for the league is that they're now scoring 30-plus points again per game. And so if their defense is going to hold teams to 14, 17 points a game mm-hmm. and, they're, and their offense is scoring 30-plus, it's pretty much over for the AFC. Like, there really isn't anybody who can match that. So, like... That's why I'm trying to like, that's why the Colts might be the ability, might be the team that could right. take them down right? because they play ball control. They run the ball, they grind it, they limit possessions. They do the things that you would, that would cause Casey some problems, Correct. the Patriots at times, but the Patriots defense is not good enough in my mind to guard those weapons that the chiefs have. There's just so many weapons that they run at the you. Pressure. You have to have the pressure. Yeah. You can't let him, just make those sidesteps and moves and then find somebody with that three-quarter delivery or almost yep. behind the back stuff. He's amazing. Mahomes is back, man. He's it, it went through a little stretch where he didn't have all of the things working. Well, I, I, good. I know, but I, I keep on telling people that when Clyde Edwards Hilaire is on this team and good to go, he changes their offense. He changes their entire oh, attack. You, but he's yeah. gone now. He's gone now. So he's now out he's, again? Yeah. I appreciate, out? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think. Hold on. Let me just make oh, sure that man. Uh, um, he, I think he's That's done. Uh, I mean, the yeah. Packers can run the ball like the Packers. Would they have a one, two punch? In so it's, okay. To run the ball. Yeah. So it's a negative. He injured his collarbone yesterday. Yeah. He, so it's, his collarbone his injury was negative. He's going to have an MRI to find out the extent of the injury, but he's, Ooh. he's going to be, he's going to be out for a while. I mean, collarbone injuries for running backs are no joke. So he's going to be out for Big a injury. bit. Yeah. It's a huge, to me, it's a huge, it's a huge injury for them. And it could be, I mean, I think that's why maybe the Bengals could win this weekend. And so like, you know, I think not having him, I think he's a really big key to how defenses respect that team. Yep. And if they know that you can't run and Mahomes isn't running like Josh Allen on top of that. So it's like, okay, you can't run the football that much. We're going to make sure we double team Kelsey roll our coverages over to Hill 
okay, if Pringle beats us, so be it. But like, we're going to be more able to handle the weapons you've got. Hilaire, I think, changes so much. Look at the run he had for the first touchdown. I mean, he breaks tackles in the red zone. He's a bowling ball of a dude. And now him being out, uh, at least for this week, I would assume, I mean, maybe longer, I think is, is definitely an injury to to watch for yep. sure. Yep. Uh, Matt on the live chat says, I would say the Packers are the better team because if the Colts run the table in the AFC and draw the Packers in the Super Bowl, you can create a huge hedge opportunity. Oh. True. <laughs> I mean, we're asking the Colts to run the table already. Yes. Like the Colts. <laughs> we, I mean, we, we, we took a big leap there. I, I like the way you're thinking. Um, but like, okay, we could do the same thing with Kansas City. And we only have to win the AFC championship with the head. Yeah, you bet them both. Couldn't you just bet them both chiefs and Packers? And then you have, you know, free money. Well, you could, you could do that for sure. You so. know, cause the chiefs will be favored against the Colts. So if you take the the chiefs right now to win the AFC plus three seventy, and the Colts get there, you could take the, chief, the Colts on the money line or plus the points and create a middle right there uh, for the AFC championship. It's one less game. If you're talking about hedging, yeah. because the Packers have to win all them games on the other side to get to the Super Bowl. The Colts have to win an extra game because they're not going to have a bye. Yeah. So sooner we can get to that hedge opportunity, the better we, you know, if you want to do that, if you're thinking that way, which is not a bad train of thought, do it with the AFC team. So we only have to get to the AFC championship to get that opportunity rather than mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. All right, let's go tonight. Let's go. What to do with Ian Book? I have no idea how to bet this game. We'll we'll, we'll get it. You were going to tell me. Oh no, we'll get. I mean, I have a play. I'll I'll throw at you for better to book it that I haven't made yet. That I'll just get your take on. Get your take on. But uh, you have Ian Book. Sean Payton likes him. We know that. Of course, we have Alvin Kamara, who's in the game. He's playing. We have a Dolphin defense that I think is overrated. The advanced metrics will kind of point that out. Their DVOA and company, their defense is not that great. It's okay. Tua has been playing well, but Tua against the defense for the New Orleans Saints is a big rut row for me on the road. <laughs> this screams interception. This screams a 10-7 football game in the fourth quarter. Like this just, I don't know how either team's going to score tonight, to be quite <laughs> honest, right? Total's 37. Under. Under. I mean, it's under. It's, 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 it's. Think of Monday night Bears Vikings. Horrible watch, ugly game. The home team should cover. You just because the Saints defense, uh, dare I say they're the best unit on the field? A hundred percent. Not even yeah. a question. It's 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 right. So they just went to Tampa and Shut won out. without scoring a touchdown. Yeah. Are they worried about Tua coming in and lighting them up? No, not at all. This is going to be one of those games. I could just hear it in the room, what they're saying. Listen, we just went and we shut the goat the goat out in yeah. Tampa and won the game. Give us the ball. Just don't turn it over. That's and the key. Yes. Do not turn the ball over. If you got something, nothing working, throw it away, punt it. We'll take care of our end. Just we'll give you an opportunity. We'll get you the ball, maybe a short field or two. It might take only one touchdown to win tonight. Um, how do you bet this game? Like, this is one of those ones I got to wait and see. Like, pregame position is very difficult. But, I mean, in choosing between the two, 
for years, I've bet against NFL quarterbacks making their NFL debut. Okay. I did it all the time. And it usually was the result of training camp, you know, where you knew who the quarterback was and you bet against them in the first game because the record is not, I don't know what the percentage is, but it was probably like a 70 percenter where you would win 70% of the time betting. They just told this guy, um, what a week ago. Hey man, um, everybody else failed the test. You get the call. Here's, there's the playbook. Only look at the first three pages. <laughs> we're, we're just don't throw a pick. We're going to hand the ball to Kamara a hundred times. Alvin, welcome back. You've been sitting, you're rested. Hopefully you feel good because you're getting the ball every play. I mean, isn't that the game plan? What are they going to do? It's, no, well, well, I, I, I'm not going to spoil the better to book it segment, but yeah, <laughs> like, right. okay. exactly what you just said. Yeah. I, I don't know how any other way of looking at this. And obviously Miami knows that too, but I don't know if they can stop it the way that, you know, consistently that they're going to need to stop it. You have a road team where the dolphins look Tua is good for one or two bad throws a game. And it's just going to be up to the saints defense to make sure they capitalize and take that football away. And then, Ian book cannot throw big picks. Like he just, he can't hold the ball. It's not college. You can't be going to your second and third and fourth receivers. It's basically just like, get the snap, look to the first guy. If he's covered second, Nope, tuck it and go. Cause he can run. The one thing Ian book did at Notre Dame that was really successful was running the ball. Yeah. So I, I think it's going to be like, I'm not saying it's Taysom Hill 2.0, but I think Ian book's going to be in the running game a lot. And I've been trying to find, books are going to put up rushing stats, rushing props for Ian book. And I haven't really found at least last night. I haven't looked this morning, but if there are Ian book rushing props up, I think Ian book rushing props might be something to take a look at because I do think they're going to try to limit his ability to throw the football. They don't want him throwing the ball 30 yards down the field. Like, no, definitely not. And so like um, Callaway, stay away from my, from, from Callaway props. And like, I just, I, I don't see him throwing the ball very much. I think the total is like 175. I saw I had one book for Ian book passing tonight. So it's like, you know, they're not expecting him to do very much. And I'd probably go under that. I mean, if those were a hundred, I'd be surprised, but they need a low grinder of a game. And I need the saints to win the game outright. Cause I have them over nine and a half wins. Oh, that's so right. You have the season win. Thing. If they win out, the saints are in. At ten and seven, the Saints yeah. get, in, get in the postseason. Hey, they may still get in at nine and eight. Who and knows? Dolphins are the same. Dolphins are the same yeah. boat. Dolphins right. need to win out, and they're in as well. So, like, you can't play that like that motivation card. It's the same. Oh yeah, motivation no, it's a playoff teams. game. Losers, yeah. loser is not out, out, but the winner is still in control of their destiny, and that's all you want to be with three games to go. The Dolphins won six in a row, right? They've played. Yes. Houston Texans. Yeah, their schedule sucks. They the played Ravens. Nobody. Nobody. That was a big win um, against you know when Lamar was playing. Then at the Jets, when Joe Flacco was the starter, Carolina complete mess. The Giants and then the Jets again. So, like, I mean, and before that run, they had lost every game except for the game against the Patriots. Correct. <laughs> so, and then when they played the bills, Raiders, Colts, Bucks, Jaguars, Falcons, bills, they lost them all. <laughs> so when they played anybody who was any good, they lost them all. 
anybody who stinks, they've come back and now they're seven and seven and everyone's like, look out. They still have a negative point differential, by the way. They've given up 312 points and only scored 285 points. Another well-coached team, though. Like they, I think, I mean, unless Tua makes that bad throw and pick, like they don't beat themselves. Sometimes, I mean, early in the season, he made some questionable coaching decisions. It probably cost them a game or two. But like they're blocking punts. They're getting special teams, touchdowns like this. You can see why they're winning. But again, it doesn't feel good laying the points on a row. Yeah. And and his, his, I mean, look, the the, the number one problem that everyone, including myself, has had with Byron Flores is his love of Tua. And that like last year, he should have, he should have had. Fitzpatrick as the quarterback for the whole season. And he should have had Fitzpatrick playing against in big games against the Raiders and whatnot. And he went to Tua and Tua stunk. Now Tua has played better this year than last year, but I still think Tua is always good for one or two bad throws a la Josh Allen. And I don't like Tua either. I'm not a huge believer. I think the arm strength's a question. His durability is a question, but I mean, Flores loves the dude and whether that's because ownership loves the dude or he loves the dude, whatever it is, he has a, you know, a really big, big, big love thinking this kid's going to win big games. Well, this is the biggest game tonight that I can remember Tua ever playing in. So in the NFL, so like, let's see yeah, what he does tonight. Yeah. It's a big game against the saints and the both teams are desperate for it. It's a primetime showcase. You're on the road, hostile environment. You know, New Orleans is going to be completely jacked up and excited because they know their team has a chance here after the injury. I mean, I thought my bet was dead after the injury to Jameis and the fact that they've got seven wins. is kind of like, okay, that's not horrible. <laughs> that's right. So, I mean, that's a pretty impressive and that's with Taysom Hill playing quarterback at times, which I cannot stand. So like you're handing off to a guy you drafted and you've been developing and no one has seen him. That's the one thing that nobody has seen what Ian book can do. Maybe that's because he stinks or maybe that's because they think the kid can do some stuff. They got Carolina and Atlanta after this. This is this, this, the saints can actually do this thing, piecing it together um, Some coach of the year. Sean I was Payton's just going to say, if Sean Payton's in the playoffs, and he and he missed a couple games too. He missed, you know, right? COVID. Stuff. Like this would be, it, it's an incredible um, measure in resiliency. This team has had a lot, had to face a lot of adversity, and continued to find ways to hang around and hang around. You know, just like KGB says when he brings us in the show. Um, He's hanging around. They're hanging around. <laughs> the Saints win this game, man. They're gonna. They're, they're gonna be right there. I don't know. Uh, it just uh, will be interesting to watch. Touchdown Broncos. It is currently forty four seventeen over Ooh. Nevada. So yeah. I think my six and a half seven's good here with eight nine minutes to play in the fourth quarter. It's forty four extra point okay. pending. 45 soon to be 45 17 here okay. uh poor nevada <laughs> they're getting i know our friends at unlv are not happy are not upset about this watching as they call them unr get run out Ooh. of detroit yeah 45 17 currently for the broncos and look i mean when, you're, when your coach opts out your quarterback opts out five wide receivers opt out yeah you're gonna have a problem i mean is anyone betting unders in bowl games by the way like, how the hell do you stomach that? Because it's just um, points, 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 points. If you are, you're probably a little bit light on the Christmas presents, uh, <laughs> you know, this weekend because it, it hasn't worked out. 
it's it's tough. Um, and again, I think as you go on in bowl season, you'll see. I mean, the books are probably slightly adjusting. Just you know, call it the overtax or whatever you want. Just tack on an extra point. See if anyone will bet under because nobody will. So now you're paying a premium. I think it'll swing. It'll swing. Okay. It might be Thursday. It might be Friday when we start to see it come back a little bit, but not not yet. It's like there's 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 no unders or the minimal defense being played. It's all about Georgia. Uh, Georgia, Michigan is screaming under to me, and I'm just I'm I'm just waiting. It's forty five and a half. Right. I'm just I'm just waiting. Like let the public with this narrative of over, over, over. And like Georgia, Michigan's going to be like 17, three. It's going to be just right. like this ridiculously low scoring game coming up in the orange bowl. Yeah. Uh, My, Mike is saying that DraftKings now has posted Ian book over 33 and a half rushing yards for tonight. Ooh, that's a high number. 33 wow. and a half is a high number to me. That's so look at so the books are thinking the same thing I'm thinking. I mean, what was Josh <laughs> Allen's number? Is it that like Josh Allen territory? Was it the, easy? Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Josh Allen probably in the, the upper thirties or forties. I was going to say I think yeah. I think high thirty, like thirty eight and a half somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah. Um, that is a lot. That's I mean, it's a lot of, it's a lot of yards I, for a quarterback. I unless mean, they think unless they think he's the main one of the main cogs to of the offense to running the football. Well, maybe. at this point. As far as the game plan, like, do you not want him running? Because who's the backup? Like, did, did um, they just Blake start Bortles. direct snapping to Kamara? Ooh. Blake Bortles. You're right. Yeah. Kamara, Kamara is the third string quarterback tonight. Blake Bortles is on the Saints to back up tonight? Right. Let me make sure that's true. I think uh, you're right. But they just he, signed him to that. They're like, right? They just somebody- yeah, Blake Bortles is, is the backup quarterback tonight for the Saints. Yes, I'm right. So it's Blake Bortles tonight. Now, if I'm on that sideline, I'm like, Ian, look, I know you can run. <laughs> Don't get hurt. You can't get hurt. You got to go down. <laughs> like, you, I've been, I would have been practicing sliding for four days. Like, listen, don't get hit. Go down. Like, take yeah. the shot. You know, just please. Because, I mean, Blake is an NFL backup, okay? But, like, if, if Blake Bortles is in this game and you're holding the Saints ticket, you might be in big trouble. I, I totally agree. So, you've got. Reed just said, I was thinking about letting everyone bet up and then take the under on the rushing prop for Ian book. Do you think it'll go up? I don't think it'll go up. I think the book shot a little high. I'm looking to take an under bet. Yeah. I mean like over 30 is a lot for a quarterback. It's a lot in a game where the total is 37. Like how much, Offensive help, what are they gonna have? Like I I don't know. I mean, the first thought is that's a little high. I I, I would have if I'm putting up a number in the book, I'm always thinking, all right, where am I gonna get my under bet? I already know with 33, I'd have made this thing 28 and a half. Okay. And let them bet it over and and see. So I think this is only coming down, guys. If you're listening to the show live now, like no, I don't think this is gonna go up. I think they shot high with this to get, you know, that under bet that they want and then watch it come down to 31 and a half or whatever. And then that's where, you know, if you're looking to bet over, I would do it then. It settles. Yeah. yeah. Settle down. All that's right. Interesting. Let's, let's go to better to book it here. Do it. At f- just full disclosure. I have not bet this yet. Okay. I'm waiting. I, I want to see how everything plays out, but if we do a, 
Same game teaser. Saints plus nine under 43 minus 120. How does that lose? How does that lose? We lose by 10. I don't think yeah. it's going over 43. That would be stunning. Stunning to me. But I mean, 20 over. to 10, I guess we could lose. But I I, I think the of the two, the total up and going under, under 43, really be, I mean, that would be huge shock. And I mean, that means you got to like the Saints plus the points. That that looks like a winner. Are we betting it or booking it? I'm betting that. I'm not. Ooh. I'm not. Right. Yeah. I, the game's going to be close. The game's going to be close. I can't. I mean, you got a home dog plus nine, under forty three. You got through all the key numbers we needed to. That's. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to have to book that one. I used to have to book those for twenty five years. I don't want to have to book it. I'm betting that. That's fine. Do you? Think 44 is a key number in totals. I know 41 is, but it's 44. 41, 43, 44, and 47 are the numbers in the 40s. Like those are the ones that I know. I mean, going back to like Tony D and going way back to like, you know, uh, the guys I worked for in Curacao and stuff like those were the numbers that everybody was concerned about with this two point conversion and nobody kicking field goals anymore. Mm. I mean, there's just games that don't even look to kick the field goal. And, and, and punt like there were games yesterday. Analytics crowd had a great day yesterday. There was a lot of people going for it all the time. It's fine. It's it's aggressive. It's this. It's that. It's changing the numbers as far as key numbers for totals in the NFL. So not so much anymore. Forty four, eh? Not really. It's it's less combinations. Forty one, forty three, forty seven were always the ones that stuck in my head, and fifty one. What yeah. nowadays is another one for NFL totals where it's getting like, okay, there's a lot of combinations of that. Yeah. And folks need to watch that because if you bet over 50, if you have 52, 53, like you might think, oh, it's but like 51 is that, is that key number. And then if you're going over it, you got to feel very confident that it's going to go way over it. Yeah. it. Like, like you're saying, there's so many combinations, 27, 24, like there's so many different combinations oh, yeah. to get to 51 that makes it very like, got to be careful when you're betting yeah. over 51. Yeah. That's, that, that's a key. All right. So you mentioned it earlier. It's Camara Camara, right? So Camara over 45 and a half receiving yards tonight. Betting it or booking it. Over 45 and a half? Sorry, 24 and a half. Excuse me. I'm, this is me flipping okay. numbers. To over 24 and a half receiving yards. All right. I'll book this one only because I'm basing it off of book and okay. having to get him the yards. I'm not like, can he get this? Yes. But now I need him to get this based on book throwing him the ball when he needs to. The fact that he could do this on one play, I'm not crazy about that as far as booking it. And that's why it's probably not a bad bet. But I'm booking it because, again, I can't get out of my head. The total's 37 and a half. The kid's starting at quarterback. And he's probably, this might even be a volume thing. Like, Kamara may catch six passes, like dump-offs. Because he gets back, you tell him, try to stay in the pocket, don't run so much, and he dumps it to Kamara, dumps it to Kamara. So, again, not a bad I, – I like the number, 24 and a half. That could be one, one pass, but I'm going to book it anyway. Last one. Same player, rushing prop. 
over 54 and a half rushing yards for Alvin Kamara. <laughs> Bet. Yeah. I, I, I mean, he's, he, we got to just hand the ball and let him work. Yep. This is, I like this one better. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, Kamara's going to be the focus of the whole offense. If World. he's not, <laughs> I'd be shocked. If he don't yeah. get the, like, production wise, he's going to get the ball. The fact that I think it's going to be a somewhat close game means they're going to run the ball more than pass the ball. That's why I like the rushing prop more than yeah, the I, think he could get I mean I even thought about betting his number of attempts because I just think they're comfortable running the ball three times punting play defense run the ball three times punting playing defense I I just think this is going to be like a Belichick type even though it's indoors in New Orleans I think this is gonna be like a Patriot type of situation where like you're so undermanned that all you're gonna do is try to play a turtle shell the entire game like just try to let them make the mistake we're not gonna make the mistake they're gonna make the mistake Two is going to push the ball. He's going to try to find Devontae Parker or find, you know, Smith or somebody and Kasiki or whatever and try to throw the ball over the middle and then it gets tipped. Interception. There's our chance. Right. That's our that that's our chance of a short field. Try to score a touchdown on those plays or get pick sixes or whatever. Because it was the same, a very similar deal last week against Tampa. Scoring nine points and winning nine nothing. They weren't trying to do anything too explosive. I fell asleep in the second quarter of that game. I was trying my best to watch it, but it was so boring. And yep. it might be again. So a fun way to maybe stay awake now is 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 I got these rushing and receiving problems. Yeah. I, I mean, last night there was the only reason why I watched the second half of the Washington Dallas game was because I had prop bets going. And then once the guys, everyone got pulled, I got Cooper right. But I, I, I had over 225 for Tyler, for Taylor Heineke. Once he got pulled, it was like, okay, that's it. <laughs> so I just, right. and I, uh, that's when I shut it off is when they pulled him from the game. But yeah, I mean, the, this is, you know, I, I tweeted about it last night, but like that game was a 50 point margin at one point. And the only people watching it were people with fancy football players in the, in the playoffs prop bet prop betters or people who had bet the over on the game. You're just waiting for it to officially team total Washington or whatever. And the NFL actually had the gall to say that betting was going to kill their sport. It's ridiculous. <laughs> they actually had the guts to say that you guys betting will kill our sport. The they were saying why. that until they got their piece, but now it's like, I mean, the commercials, it's nonstop. It's, 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 but you're right. Like, it's a reason why to stay and watch the game. I've said it for years. The Super Bowl prop betting changed everything as far as the parties. There were yep. people interested in stuff that they would never even be interested in because of the props. And now we have this. Well, we don't have it in Nevada, but we have it all over the place where people are listening to the show where you can bet all this crazy stuff to keep you engaged in a blowout game, a boring game, a low scoring game. It's all there. It's great. I mean, it's again, and it's content for us. Do you think Nevada will allow live prop betting ever? Yeah, they'll have to. So so somebody's going to come in and do it. Well, FanDuel in 2022, if you buy the rumor that FanDuel will be licensed in Nevada, they have live prop betting in most of their markets. I watch it every day. It's fascinating to me. I mean, I'm on in-game live (laughs) on on SportsGrid. I'm doing the show. We're talking about live in-game props. I'm I'm over the top fascinated with it. It's something that 
I didn't do, but I understand how it works. And I'm watching it, watching them adjust the Steph Curry number of three-pointers made in-game, keeping me engaged on a show talking about it, looking to bet it, but I can't because I'm, they don't have it here. But I'm thinking, wow, this number should be this. This number's not being adjusted. They're they're over-adjusting this. It's, caught, it's getting my mind working. I can only imagine what it's doing to the casual fan. Yeah, because it's, a, it's brilliant. It's 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 great. It's dangerous. It's dangerous in a way because you get you know you can get a little bit extended on stuff that there's always something to bet on. That's yeah, the I, I really try to limit my in-game betting. Like yes. I only make one or two bets a Sunday on yes. in-game, just because I I can talk myself into three or four different ways a game's going to go. Easy. And then it's like, well, if this or that or this or like, wait, the total was this and they scored a lot already. So that means it's going to slow down in the second half. But what happens if the defenses stink and, and, and they keep on giving up point or the referees are calling flags like crazy? Does that mean they stop doing that in the second half? Like you can just start like get yourself into this whole like, you know, pretzel. Oh. So you, you have to be very careful. Like it has to be you have to feel pretty confident that you have a good read on how the game's going to go yeah. to bet it. And then props are even more volatile oh they're volatile anyway because one injury kills your bet so i mean that's part of the problem <laughs> yes yes gotta- it's 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 a it's a it's a real learning process as far as not only what to bet but how often to bet it like you yeah. have to you have to really i mean they gave me a pad years ago when they started this whole thing and said here we're going to run this game in-game wagering Here's a loaded account. Make as many bets as you want. I watched a basketball game and I made 52 bets. They watched me. They're like, what are you doing? I'm like, you told me I had unlimited bankroll. I'm betting every every opportunity I can. I'm laying three. I'm taking eight. I'm laying two. I'm taking 12. And they're like, oh, well, why are you doing that? I'm like, because at the end of this, I hope to have a 10 to 15 point middle that it don't matter who wins. It's just going to be how much I win a little or how much I win a lot. And they're like, yeah, give us the pad back. We're, we're done with you. <laughs> we got we to fix this. I'm like, well, what do you think people are going to do? So, oh, I mean, I'll, I'll never forget oh. it. I mean, my first time that Teresa and I came to Vegas, we were we were at the Venetian. And well, I guess now it was probably before that. Yeah. And it was my, my, one of my first times coming to Vegas at CG. And you guys had those little um, like buff, Buffalo Wild Wind thing, yeah. right? So like I, I go, I, I go and I had like, you know, four or $500 and I, and I, 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 I sat down and there were five baseball games and you guys actually did the strike single, double, triple home run. You could predict it's a nightmare. You I guys could do it. Oh. And so like, I, I was at the Venetian I'm sitting there. Was, we saw a picture of me sitting there and I'm like staring at things and I'm just like betting like crazy. <laughs> I'm just betting different things and I'm losing like nuts. I'm losing like oh. nonstop because yeah. the odds are like single, double, triple. I'm watching the Red Sox. It's like single, double, triple. It's like, okay, this guy's a double machine, bet that bet a double. But like, yeah. it's like you realize it's like plus 500 on a double. That's because, you know, he's getting one double every 10 at bat. So you have right. like, you know, you, you, the real odds are like, you know, 15 way less. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> yeah. It was, it was way, you should have been paying way more. The odds. Were yeah, way yeah. Less. yeah. Yeah. Giving yeah. you five to one return on your yeah. bet for really should have been like 15 or 20 to one return on yeah. your bet. I, I know this now. I didn't know right. that then, of but course. like, so like whenever I used to hear like in New York, they had, it was Al Leiter who was standing up and he was like, what happens when sports books start having the ability to, you can bet ball or strike. And I'm like, wait a minute. 
CG was doing that 10 years ago. Like, what are you talking about? Like, this is, yeah, don't tell him. Like, know. what are you talking about? Like, what happens yeah. when books can do it? It's already been tried. Yeah. Books didn't make any money on it. That's why they stopped doing yeah. it because it was too complicated. And too, for the average player, it was really complicated. It was like, what it the takes hell? away from really watching the game and enjoying 100%. it. It becomes a job. You have to stay so focused. I yeah. mean, I was doing it, managing it, and it it, it changed the way. I watched the games. I was already doing it, betting the end game. But then when I got that responsibility to do it and manage it, it had to manage multiple games at the same time. You can't really enjoy the game. You can't even eat. A lot of times you're going to eat. And you're like, wait a second. Oh, that number popped up. Boom. I got to bet it. And like you said, you can talk yourself into so many different oh. angles and bets and this and that. And you chase. You chase and like crazy. Very much so that's where you could get into big trouble because now yeah. this team's down and then it, you get down more, you take more points, you take more points. And then, you know, you're the Raptors where you lose by 50 and you know, you got plus 38 and a half because <laughs> you took plus six and a half plus 12 and a half plus 18 and a half. And you chase it all the way up and you don't have one winning bet. All as you grade your thing, it's all L's and red. You're like, yeah, that wasn't a good deal. So that wasn't smart. No. Yeah. So I'm on a personal 17 and seven run here, a 14 and three run on the juice. So, so I've, after having a a frozen pre Christmas, I've had a very hot post Christmas. So I've been, I've been doing well. So I'm going light tonight on this because I don't want to get myself all crazy, but this is going to be one of the more insane betting weeks of recent memory. And (laughs) I'm just on a Monday here as we as we go to to wrap. Ease it. Yeah. Ease it. That break. Pump that break. I'm getting a bunch of people and you guys can always DM me this if you want at Sports Talk. Matt is my Twitter account. It's always open. I, I tell people, look, if you're having trouble, if there's a if you need someone to talk to just if you're alone during the holidays, this is where people get into a lot of trouble during the holidays. Okay, it's True. a dead week. There's a lot of things to bet on. You don't have to bet on every game. And you don't have to bet at all. Okay. You don't have to, you can walk away, save the bankroll. You know, if it's not fun anymore, it's a stupid, dumb PSA that runs all the time of like, you know, when it's, when it's not fun anymore, stop betting when the fun stops, stop betting. But there's a reality to that. Okay. And I'm very cognizant of that. And and people have often like come to me and say like, you know, you guys talk about gambling all the time. Do you ever feel bad about people getting in trouble with gambling? Of course I feel bad about it. And I, and I want to open my, door to you if you're listening watching if you're like oh man this is horrible i'll do my best to give you a phone number i'm not a shrink or a psychologist or a gambling expert by any means in terms of addiction but like i'll give you a phone number i'll help you or just vent to me and yell and scream i'll 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 listen you know i'll type back and you can come through it but just understand that this is a tough week to bet the covid aside from covid it's a tough week to bet but because it's a smorgasbord of like a thousand sports thousand games nhl is going to come back up here vegas i guess is playing on tuesday that that's really? the only game yeah it hasn't been scratched yet every other game has been scratched except for the vegas game so it looks at the golden knights are on paper to play tomorrow what? so we got hockey coming back you got the oh. nba with players in and out and you know, it's the is Celtics college, have like is college basketball coming back to this week. Uh, I mean, Duke just canceled two games today. Tuesday, Saturday, Duke just canceled their games. So it's supposed to come back. But like, I don't know how the hell you bet any of this stuff. Like, we just don't know who is sick and who is not and who is testing positive and who is not and what coaching staff's being affected. And, you know, it, it's 
I've never seen anything like this. So yeah, careful. <laughs> Just no, that's a good message. Careful. I mean, I, I, I mean, in the books, we got the pamphlets right there on the counter. I mean, I've actually handed them to people when the fun yeah. stops. I mean, they're all yeah. over the place. And I've seen it forever where it's just like, man, take the day off. Just take the day off. Like there's nothing, you know, and like you see it with the horse side Ugh. in the books. Like, I mean, now there's, I mean, there's still horse races. They still got them going on. So there's always something to bet or something to do. And and, and that's a good message. It's at least when the fun stops or it's not fun or you feel it's forced, just pump the brakes. Best thing about today is what to you? leftovers baby we got i don't want to talk about food with you now on the program and stuff but like i got oh, yeah. a fridge full of food i'm gonna go have lunch and you know we're gonna heat up stuff i mean grandma debbie did an amazing job with the help of jessica and a couple of the consig girls we got food for days man so it's all about the leftovers and uh hopefully a decent football game tonight Best thing about today for me is that I am scheduled at some point around two o'clock, three o'clock, Madeline and I, and I think Teresa, we're going to go see sing two today. So I was going to go last night. I couldn't get anybody to go. Oh, sorry. Yeah. It's a big, it's a, it's been a big countdown in our house. Cause it's oh, been, it's huge. being in Vegas. Oh, Madel- Madeline is all into like this. She has found this kid's version of America's Got Talent, and she's singing this song consistently around the house, and it's driving me absolutely batty. But I was like, I was like, I'm taking you to go see this movie because, like, she's like, when are we going to see Sing Two? And I was like, I can't go tomorrow night, but like after I'm done, at like two, three o'clock, we'll we'll go ahead and and head over, and I, I can be back before the game kicks off. So let's you know we'll squeeze it in there, go over to Red Rock, and go see Sing Two. So the, nice. she's getting older and older and older. So like the cartoon movies, there's very few and far between that we're going to go to. So like I'm trying to appreciate these these moments because oh, Sing was so good. The first one was yeah. so good, and I mean we've watched it I don't know hundred times, a million, yeah. And yeah. now there's two, and it's getting ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So um, you liked yeah. Spider Man, didn't you? That was great. I loved Spider Man. Was so good. I mean, but you have to be in the Marvel universe to fully get it. Like, I understand why some people were like, I didn't fully kind of, I kind of got it, but I didn't really get it. But like, there were so many Easter eggs and so many like really cool things. If you've seen all the Marvel movies, it's like, that was really well done. I mean, it could have been a disaster. Like it could have been hokey and weird and I'm not giving spoilers, but like it could have been bad and it was awesome. Like it was just absolutely Absolutely awesome. Kendall has seen only one other Spider-Man movie and she sat through that thing like and loved it. Like we have to go see it again. She's so into it now. Um, Now now you got to watch all the other Spider-Man. If if you watch all the, all the Spider-Mans. Oh yeah. That. Right. Yeah. That'll be, she'll she'll even get it even more. I was like, Oh, that's where all those bad guys came from. Like, right. Yes. I read the comic books. That's how old I am. Dang. That's amazing. I I I read them too. I mean, MJ, because, because my middle, I'm MJP. So Spider-Man, when I was little, I was always like, wait, Uh, I'm MJ. And there's a woman named MJ. Women can be named MJ. How is that? Like, I was always, I was always so confusing to me (laughs) when I, when I was a little little kid, the Spider-Man's girlfriend was MJ. Was it James? Me? Yeah. Jason. Jason. Yeah. My mother um, was 18 when she had me, when she had to choose my name. Um, 
they hadn't picked my name yet. The nurse came in to my mom and was screaming at her because she had a baby that was alive for 24 hours. Didn't have a, didn't have a, a name. Right. And she was like, you have to have a name, have to have a name. My father was an interesting dude still is. Um, but like, they didn't know what to do. So my mom reached over this old lady was screaming at her to pick a name. She pulled open the, the, the little side table. Bible was there. Open the Bible. Uh, Matthew. Okay. Need a middle name. Okay. Uh, Jason. That's it. That's my name. <laughs> nice. Literally, literally on the fly, out of the Bible is how Excellent. my name how my name was chosen by my mom. So yeah, and now we're that's doing a, a show about Betty. That's fantastic. That's how I that's how I, I wind up with Matthew Jason Peralt. So we <laughs> we took care to name my child. We we I, I went very much in depth to have meaning behind my daughter's first and middle name. So beautiful anti anti for me <laughs> guys right. make sure to make sure you subscribe to this podcast and the props youtube channel so you always know when we go live every single day let's see what the saints and dolphins game looks like coming up tonight for dave sherapin i'm matt peralta talk to you tomorrow for the bostonian versus the book